Hey, this is Sujin. And Aaron on the Growth Mapping Podcast, where we break down what really happens behind the scenes in the world of marketing. We're going to show you what works and what doesn't, and we'll be interviewing some of the biggest names in the online world. You'll learn the strategies, tactics, and tricks that really move the needle and drive massive results. Hey guys, welcome back to the Growth Mapping Podcast with Sujin and Aaron. We're going through today how to use chatbots for sales and marketing. Chatbots are a thing that everyone's jumping on at the moment. There's amazing uh, open rates and read rates and all sorts of crazy things going on and it's kind of exciting and uh, we definitely wanted to cover a bit of that today. Sujin, I'd love to know what is your experience with chatbots? How, How deep have you gotten into it and what's it doing for you or your clients? Yeah, we've been using chatbots for our clients for the last like six, seven months now. It's been working really, really well. I can tell you that on the B2C side, specifically e-commerce or anybody like uh, consumer related blogs, like think about like fitness trainers, uh, healthcare space, um, lead gen, like um, insurance and things like that. It's been working well. And I kind of classified chatbots into kind of a couple of different categories. The first category is, uh, I want to call them one-sided chatbots, which is what most people are doing. And it's think about like chatbots as an email drip sequence where you're talking at people or to people and they can respond, but um, the machine learning, the AI, what have you, the, the response is not always the greatest. And then there's, and that's what most people I see are doing. And then there's kind of, intelligent smart uh, chatbots. Think about like, uh, I think Drift and Intercom both have chatbots functionality where they you can programmatically set it up to different pages and or different triggers. So like if somebody visits the homepage and then they go trigger, you know, they hit the, the a blog post and then they, you know, let's say they come back, that's when you can trigger the, the chat prompt to go up and you could trigger like, hey, I see that you're reading blah, blah, blah. Would you like to schedule a demo? And, you know, like something like Drift actually has a, an awesome thing where you can pro- it'll pop up like scheduling a, um, a calendar in, or scheduling a meeting. And so it'll handle all the calendar scheduling side of things. I've seen that on the B2C side of work well. So what, what you're suggesting is, you know, there's, there's some quite you know, lightweight chatbots. And then there's ones just like any other marketing automation that, can take a lot of input, a lot of conditions, um, dependencies, and so on, and really give a, a very tailored experience. Yeah, yeah, and 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 so the last example of drift, I I you know that's more for B two B, not B two C, but yeah, that would be the more kind of intricate one where it's actually giving you more of an experience. Like like if you think about it, if you reached out, if anybody reached out to us on our, either of our websites, you would likely fill out a contact form that would ping us somewhere, form or shape, usually an email. We, somebody on our team or us will get back to you. We go back and forth and that may be as fast as one hour total or a day or two with like the drift bot, which is awesome. That could be, that could happen within a call, uh, within, within a person's visit. Uh, and then if you mix in kind of like things like clear bit technology or kind of, uh, things where you can understand somebody's who they are, uh, where they're working at or the company based off IP, you can prompt certain people and not prompt other people. No, that's on the more advanced side. If you go back on the other side, which most people use it, the dumb chatbots, I call them, things where you can build your own flow using like 
tools like Chat Fuel, Chatty People, Octane AI, ManyChat. There's plenty of tools. My our, at Web Profits, our favorite is uh, Chat Fuel. Um, it has the least amount of bugs. Uh, I put it that way. And uh, yeah, and uh, I use it mostly as a drip sequence. So just as email, I, I just as an email drip sequence, somebody signs up for your, say, your newsletter, you send them some content every three, seven, 10 days, whatever. Chatbots is, uh, you can do it the same way. And so why would someone choose chatbots over regular email marketing or any other sort of drip sequence that people have been using in the past? Millennials and Uber generation. So when I, you know, millennials, people that are born, I think, um, 84 or later. So technically I'm a millennial or something like that. But people, you know, if, if you're, if you're growing up with an iPad, a computer in your life, you're used to things fast, right? Um, you're used to kind of conversational. You're like, Buying online is not new to people anymore. And so purchasing is quick. Like, so like the trust level can get there faster with the users. So something like chatbot is a great way to get somebody to take a transaction much, much quicker and to continue their experience much after they've left the website on their mobile phone. So I think mobile is a big part of it because lots of people are going to websites on mobile or they're going to websites on a desktop and you can easily continue the conversation on mobile. Number two is that Uber generation. What I mean by this is like people who are just, you're used to kind of getting things done quickly, right? Waiting. There's a study that says like Uber says like anyone who waits more than five minutes doesn't have a good experience or something of that nature. But five minutes is the maximum someone's willing to wait to get a ride on demand and get like on their way. Right. And, Five minutes, if you think about like five, 10 years ago, that would be closer to 35, 40 minutes if you call a taxi. So chatbots, having that like instant gratification is, is something that, um, is, is kind of calling this, uh, this, this craze. And I don't know, you know, realistically how long this will last. I think it will evolve into something much, much more robust. But what is amazing and why I think people love it is that one, you can continue that experience much well after the somebody somebody has left the site and number two is um the open rates are crazy high i can tell you from campaigns i've sent where we've sent 10 20 000 different messages our average our average open rate which is somebody viewing the message has is somewhere in the 80 90 percent range yeah i i've i've read of people doing 100 percent as well it's it's insane when you think about the open rates on um, email, which is everyone's go-to. You know, I still there's still value in email lists because not just the open rates, but the fact that you have permission, you have that email address, you can use that for a lot of other marketing, and that's something you can you can control a whole lot more. If you, you know, Facebook, I see a, a risk around these chatbots in that you know still the whole idea of building on rented land and you're using using social instead of an email list that you control. I get, you know, there's maybe minimal sort of risk there. Not really risk, but minimal concerns for people. But when you're looking at the open rates that you get, you're looking at the fact that it's working so well now that you can approach, connect with people so quickly and in in a really timely manner. I, I think it's, you know, it speaks for itself. It's clearly, there's, there's a very clear reason as to why people are jumping on that bandwagon. Absolutely. And like a couple more examples I want to close with is, is one is like KLM Airlines. 
they're using chatbots to handle and, and kind of quickly answer customer support tickets. So it, you can go ping the KLM messenger bot and literally it's programmed through AI to answer, you know, probably a handful of dozen basic questions. So you like, what's your, what's your uh, confirmation number? Any delays on my flight confirmation, this, and it will give you some details back, which would be much faster than like going to a website, waiting for like four pages to load all that stuff. So I think there's a lot of opportunity. The, um, a lot of opportunity on customer support, customer service side. And then if you think about like companies like eBay or uh, I'll give you an example. I, I recently bought something for my wife. I printed out some photos from Instagram and it's at the end of the checkout process. It's like connected, connected messenger for updates. Like, so it sent me as I, as it shifted, it, uh, it sent me uh, status updates of where my package was, right? And I bought it for like her birth, my wife's birthday or anniversary or something of that nature. And, um, and so I was like, time was of the essence. So I wanted to get there, get it, get it packed, whatever. And so I was like, yes, of course I'll connect to messenger. And so it sent me an update and I was like, awesome. Um, I got the package. I was like, this is cool. I, I was at work and it notified me that my package had arrived. I'm like, awesome. And then a few months later, I got another message like, Hey, We've got an awesome deal on this. You bought, you already bought 50 of them. You should, can, you know, buy 50 more or something obviously better than that. But like this thing kept selling me. I'm like, and I bought it because I was like, wow, this is actually pretty awesome because it made in it like sent me to the right product. And, and so I think, you know, retention for e-commerce, this can be a huge part. And, you know, while email is huge and it will, I don't think email will ever go away. This is an easy way to kind of how many messages do you, messages do you get on on Facebook? Much much less than emails you get. So it's an easy way to cut through the noise. Yeah, look, I, the applications for it are endless. Um, I guess, and that's one of the exciting things. But I guess a couple of questions on it would be: how much if, if you're getting an agency such as yours to do it? How much is a basic chatbot or an advanced chatbot roughly to put together? And then how long does something like that take? And can people build their own really basic ones without too much difficulty. Yeah, absolutely. So first and foremost, I recommend kind of trying your own. You can use something like ChatFuel or ManyChat to literally build your own really, really easily. You just kind of, inter- if you use Shopify or, you know, whatever, um, you integrate with Facebook, your, your Facebook page, you integrate with your with, with Shopify, and you could in- even integrate with like YouTube and other co- couple other places. But, but essentially... Um, it's, it's really, really simple. And then, and then from there, um, you can start to build out your campaigns. Now, what I recommend doing to start is using drip campaigns that have very, very basic logic because you can't really mess that up. If that starts to work, you can kind of go from there. And at that point, I recommend hiring like an agency like us or you or, you know, really getting a professional take it from there to build it out. Uh, to be more robust so that it's not just a one-way conversation. You can answer questions and like load up, load up responses. That's where it gets a little bit more technical and, and that's kind of where you need a professional to help with. Yeah. Okay. How long does something take to put together? How, I mean, are you, is this, if you're paying an agency, are you going to get a chatbot for five grand or 500 grand? Like what's the, what's the range you think you're looking at? It really depends on the, the functionality. If it's like, let's say if KLM wanted a chatbot, that what I just, the functionality I described earlier, I mean, that's closer 
to 500 grand, right? Uh, probably not even that much, but you know, it, it's going to be more expensive because you got to go integrate with the data that that's in the back end, right? The information that they store and, and pull from, uh, pull that information and display it. If you're looking for, if you're an e-commerce business, it's probably, you know, somewhere between three to 10 grand, depending on what you want to do. And, and there's plenty of folks that, that can do it. And, and in terms of time frame, again, like if it's a Facebook messenger bot, you're looking at a month or two max to set up because it's actually really easy. Like the functionality is mostly drag and drop logic. Um, where it gets complicated is like integrating services and, and kind of platforms together and pulling the data from there. Yeah, nice. Guys, look, there's endless applications. It's cheap. It's highly effective. And uh, it, it's taking the world by storm. <laughs> it's well, well worth getting involved in. Uh, we've had some good experiences. I know you guys have. Look, stay around. We've got a, a new episode coming up on marketing roadmaps for 2018. So stick around. Thanks, guys. And that's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. If you have questions, reach out to us at hello at growthmappingpodcast.com as we would love to hear from you. We believe we've delivered value to you. If you agree, please head over to iTunes and leave us a review. It's the best way you can say thanks. So thank you, and we'll catch you next time.